How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let me do this one all over again. <laughs> I literally recorded a 50-minute podcast, and I do everything on such autopilot that like, I, I finished recording. I don't ever edit my stuff. It's always raw. And so I, I finish it. I go to upload it. I give a brief description, and then I submit it online, and then it's done. And... I haven't changed anything about my equipment. I haven't done anything differently. And for whatever reason, my, uh, like the system I use just recorded blank for the entire time. And it's so embarrassing, but essentially I'm going to try to redo it again. Maybe actually cut it this time because, uh, this time around I had one time practicing it. So anyways, just wanted to briefly describe that. Let's just jump right into it. Today's podcast, generally my Sundays are reserved for having a guest on. Well, today I wasn't able to get a guest. Um, I've, I asked a multitude of different people to, to come on, and uh, 32 to be exact. And of all those people, they had different reasons for why they, they didn't want to get on. And I think it was for, it, I mean, I can see in between the lines. And so I'll address it right now. Um, this is for the, in the future for any future guests are planning on coming on every Sunday. I just want you guys to understand that anytime I have you on, really, I just, uh, I want to bring you on as a guest because I spent the week talking about a specific subject and I wanted you on because I know you're an expert, but no way am I ever going to pressure you into talking about something personal or something that is like a trade secret that you don't want people to know. Um, so I think for the people that said no for whatever multiple different reasons, uh, even to the to the very end, the very last minute, I think it was. I think it's one of those two things, and I just want you guys to understand that that's not what this is about. But ultimately, to kind of spice it up for everyone else, uh, because I don't have a guest today, I want to go ahead and this week we've been talking about Las Vegas, and uh, you'll know already that I got into it because or. I live here and a majority of my time living here, I worked in the hospitality industry. And so I learned uh, in this, in this field that a majority of my work is done through my cell phone. You know, when I meet a, a guest and I'm trying to coordinate with them about, you know, helping them get into a club, get them into, um, you know, just answering questions in general, a majority of it, 95% of it is done through my cell phone. And when I first started off as a promoter at Marquee, I started off as an entry-level promoter uh, my first four months. And then I moved up to a, uh, a more laxed promoter job. Uh, or it's not laxed. It's, it's something called an in-house promoter position uh, where I had a minimum requirement of, of, of people I had to bring into the club. And if I didn't meet that minimum then I was not going to get paid. I would only get paid minimum wage. And so it was, you know, the the requirement wasn't that high, but if you didn't do your job properly, you just weren't going to hit those numbers and, and no one wants to make a minimum wage page job or paid job. And so um, luckily though, when I got hired, I got hired April 1st, <laughs> April Fool's. Um, I got hired during busy season. So like I, I worked through it and I worked through a busy season but I got hired on, or I got promoted to the like the higher level promotions job like on the second half of the summer, which is not as busy as the first half, but I was still doing really well. I was doing super well. But something I wasn't prepared for was the winter. Uh, winters here in Las Vegas are 
super slow. And so I was so happy about like the trajectory I was doing and, and the amount of people I was meeting. And uh, I was constantly just networking with people off the strip that I thought maybe in the winter I could just, you know, cut it back a little bit. I heard from other people that it's slow, but I just never knew how slow it was because I just never, this would be my first winter working in Las Vegas for a nightclub. And it was dreadful. It was horrible. There were people I saw working the strip that I never saw working the strip because they just, you know, during the summer, they always have their book of business that's just always coming in and they're doing completely well. And it was just so funny seeing all these, like, you know, these top, top performers just working the, the strip during the winter. It was just, it blew my mind. And so during that time period, I was like, well, I can't prepare myself for something like this. Like, I'm working four times as hard to try to generate the same numbers I generated uh, during the, the summer. It's, it's crazy. And so I was like, um, I need to start preparing and, and making a system in place so I don't have to ever do this again. And so I was like, well, I need to, I know a lot of people are working on social media. And so social media is like a big thing for them. And I got into it like right when social media was becoming a platform to to be used to like promote yourself. And so I opened up an Instagram account and I was like, well, let me just start getting into Instagram. I mean, this is coming from a guy that literally only had 150 followers on Facebook and it was just like close family and friends. I went from that to like 1500 Facebook followers, um, that like 30% of them I know personally, but the rest, I just clearly don't know who they are. So I need to start like fix. Like I want my Facebook to go back to like a personal usage And then my Instagram went from not having an Instagram account to 3,500 followers to people that just met, you know, working in the industry. Um, It didn't happen overnight, but, you know, I, over the course of working in this industry, I learned from other people about like how they blew up their, their social media accounts and how they did a lot of customer outreach. And a lot of it was like robotics. You know, a lot of people focus on robotics and having robots like spam people's like pictures all the time on 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 instagram other people like they personally like search like popular places or hashtags and personally dm'd or or commented people's photos and did that a lot on their social media and so i learned from a lot of these different types of people that i knew were experts because one of the things that helped me excel pretty quickly in this industry was uh, i knew immediately that if i wanted to do well that i need to pick the brains of of you know the people that excelled in it and I would pick their brains and in return, I would try to maybe offer them solutions, maybe to problems that they were having. And I think a lot of people respect me, not because of the fact that um, I made more money than them, which I didn't. There were people that were making way more money than me because they worked harder than me. But it was more because of the fact that they just saw that I had this capacity to, to help figure out solutions to problems that they just, they, they couldn't figure out. And so I started to reach out to people that I knew had a strong social media presence. And I was like, you know, how are you doing this? Like what, what platforms are you using like for robots? And I learned all of this stuff. And eventually I have a system in place that I even use to this day to help promote my Las Vegas services. Because ultimately no one, if ever, everyone hates getting ambushed by promoters on the strip. It's so annoying. You'll walk from the two mile strip and you'll get promoters like shady vendors so many different types of people that are just like bothering you when you're just trying to enjoy your Vegas trip. You know, you know, you want help getting into a club, but you just, you wish it was easier. You wish there was just one person you could deal with to kind of help you with everything. 
And for me, I, I made my robotic system so good that it was just like, if you followed me because I, I randomly liked one of your posts, then you would get like a, a, a instant DM sent to you. That was like a robotic DM that would be like, Hey, this is like what I offer here in Las Vegas. If you're ever curious or need help with any of these services, please feel free to reach out to me. And that was it. You know, I didn't spam people or whatever, you know, initially I was very spammy, but I realized that I wasn't getting a lot of traffic that way. So I started to refine it a lot better and found like programs that helped me with that. And so that's how a lot of you found me initially was because of that, but it wasn't me. And I would admit that to a lot of you that it wasn't me that did that. It was either, um, the second system that I'm going to go into in a second. That's like my biggest secret or it was like a robot. But I mean, after that you had personal care done for you and all your problems were addressed and everything was, you know, tailored to, for your needs. So you could care less. Now you had someone that was able to just help you with everything. And it wasn't like someone that was like harassing you all the time. And so I was like, but I knew that social media wasn't going to be the only thing that was going to help me with, with what I was doing. And so to this day, everyone always wondered like what I did because like my numbers jumped through the roof and they were like, what did he do? Like, how did he do it? And I would always tell people it was just social media, it was social media bots, but it wasn't. Honestly, social media probably generated like 30% of my traffic for me. The other 70% of my traffic was something that uh, is my biggest secret. I know 95% of people don't know anything about this and this is going to be huge for everyone. I'm not going to go into details because this isn't a course on how to you know, make you a ton of money for free. It's not going to be about that. It's just I'm going to go as vague as possible. So I've talked about it last week. I talked about how I was an attraction coach and I did that for a while. When I moved to Columbia, I came back to, to Las Vegas. And while I was living in Columbia, my mentor, he wanted to, to distance himself from just being an attraction coach and just being viewed that way. He wanted to be someone that was just successful in business in general. And so his approach was that he wanted to start multiple different businesses and succeed in them because he had a lot of ideas that he wanted to do. But he wasn't just, he knew he's, he's such a smart person that he knew that you don't just start businesses and just hope that you succeed. Some people do that and they do succeed. But what he wanted to do is he wanted to pick the brains of people that are, are, you know, experts in their field and business and learn from them and have his own coaches in business. And so he did, and he reached out to a ton of people and he learned and, and he spent thousands of hours perfecting that while in the two years that I was living in Columbia, I came back and I didn't realize this. Uh, he knew I was living in Las Vegas at this point and he was coming down with his two girlfriends to, to just, you know, spend time in Las Vegas. Uh, so we sat down, we got together and he was like, Hey, I just started this new program and I think you would be really good for it as well. If you're willing to, I would love to pick you back up as a coach. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, I would love to. I was like, you know, is it attraction stuff again? And he was like, no, it's different. Like I want to now be more, like help people in general, like all aspects of their life, pretty much like their financial health, their mental health, their attraction health, like everything. That's like my focus. And I was like, Oh dude, that's awesome. I, I saw more value in that because for me, like just teaching people about attraction is not enough. Like teaching someone to be successful in all aspects of their life is like super great. And to be a part of something like that was awesome. And so he was like, great, awesome. We'll have you on board. We have like a program that we're doing in LA in a couple of weeks. Can you show up for that? And I was like, yeah, for sure. So I request the time off from, my, from working at Marquee. I go to LA 
And I love the the whole structure that he puts in place and, and that he still does to this day. And now he has like guest speakers from all these different industries that are able to help you in all different aspects of your, like your, like every aspect of your life. But one of his speakers that he had here at, in LA, I'm not going to say his name and I'm not going to go into too, too much detail about what he, what he talked about. But there was one specific thing that I knew was going to change my life forever and the, and the Vegas scene. And mind you, like I'm uh, like, he had guest speakers and then he had his coaches that were, would help people with certain things. So I'm here as like a communications expert, but it was cool. I was able to sit in and just listen to these other people, but just as just a listener, just waiting on my time when it was came to my time to just like go ahead and help people out. So it was like free learning. I didn't have to pay for this. And this guy talks about like, he's a business consultant. He goes and helps businesses with problems that they have. And he goes in and he connects two people together um, like uh, a person that's an expert with someone else's problem. And so that's all he does. Uh, and he loves managing his time. And so he talked about uh, virtual assistants and um, it, like he was going into a lot of detail, a lot of like education, a lot of specific stuff and stuff that he had learned from other people as well. And it instantly hit me. Like, I mean, more than any other person, everyone else was just like virtual assistants. That's cool. Like I can use them. And for all the people out there that don't know what they are, essentially it's like having an assistant, but they're not like in person. It's like an assistant that can help you. Like if you're an author, they can help proofread your work. If you need someone to organize your calendar, they can do that. If you need someone to make phone calls for you or answer phone calls for you, they can do that. And I guess I, I hopefully I, you can see where this is going. I got hit with this really hard because I realized that 95% of the work that I do in Las Vegas is off of my cell phone. And I knew that when I started to get busier, like the, the first year that I worked that summer, I was busy enough that I was, you know, always on my phone. And honestly, it's like 21, like 21 hours of my life was just working at the venue, hosting my groups and making sure that people checked in properly at marquee and make sure that, you know, uh, everything went smoothly for my guests, but like another 15 hours was on, on my cell phone, not like four hours at a time, but like if you added up all the minutes per day and I mean, people reach out to you at all different times of the day or all different times of day, like from, you know, eight in the morning to six in the morning, like wondering what they can do late at night. And so anytime you didn't respond to people, that was money lost. If your phone died, Thousands of dollars could be lost in a in a summer period um, during the weekends, and so I was like, "Well, shoot! If I get busier, I mean, what does that mean? Like, I barely handle the traffic." I was like, "And I, I mean, I see people that are four times busier than me, five times busier than me because like they're killing it. I mean, they've been doing this for so long." How do they do it? And I know how a majority of you guys do it now because you've all shared it with me, and. But none of your systems are like my system that I figured out. And so essentially, I've, I've heard from people like nightmare stories where people's necks from looking at their cell phone all the time because of how busy they are is like it's hurting them because they're con- like as they get older and like they're constantly looking down at their phone all the time, like they're having to get like, you know, stuff done to their neck because like it's just it's in pain and it just being on your cell phone all the time is just annoying. I didn't enjoy it at all. And so it, I was like, oh my God, I know technology. I know about this new resource. I wonder if I can make this work. And so 
when I got back to Las Vegas, I went straight to like applying everything I I learned from from this guest speaker. And I was like, okay, so I need to be uh I need to have someone that I can rely on that can fill in the gap uh when I'm the busiest and that can answer calls, reply to texts, reach out to social media and just pretty much promote me while I'm busy. I mean, maybe I can offload all of my work to this person. And so I went up about going and researching all this stuff. And, and finally I got a VA on board and it revolutionized my life. I, I swear to God, it was the craziest. My second year, my first four months of the summer, my second year, I made more money in those four months than I made my entire previous year. And mind you, I was new to the industry, but still I, I made a considerable good amount of money on my second half of the summer um, and throughout the rest of the year because I, I, you know, I worked really hard and I understood the systems at that point. And so, but I killed it in those three, four months. I killed it so much and I had so much free time that I, I mean, I'll admit it now because I don't work there anymore, but I never showed up at the club. I made a ton of money. I vacationed all the time. Marky had a policy where you could travel for 21 days max. And it was like unpaid time off, but they were able to still pay you your commission if allowed by your manager. And so like essentially if you generated enough of traffic, they would pay you your commission. They just want to pay you your hourly. And (laughs) I would travel 21 days, come back, work a day and go back and traveling for like the whole first half of this the the second year that I was working and the reason why I was able to do that is because I made such a great system not only with my social media but with my new VA that I never had to work I taught her everything to like about like what I did and the systems in place and all the tips and tricks and the people to reach out to and she did everything for me every single thing and she would just answer all my text messages throughout the whole weekend. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I never really got many text messages because everyone comes in on the weekend. So I knew Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I needed her to work. And so that's when she would work. And I knew my mornings weren't that busy. I know she can't work 24 hours a day. So I filled in the mornings to like early afternoon. I I knew I wasn't that busy. And because I knew that if she did a good enough job, she could prepare people for the next day. And I would just have to do like some follow-up questions that had to be answered or something like that. And so I would handle the early mornings to like early afternoons and she would handle my busiest time period and she killed it. She, uh, I had programs where I had a program on my phone where she could text off of her computer uh, directly through my phone and just do that. She managed all my social media accounts. Um, not my personal one, but just like all the other ones I used to like market myself. And it, it was awesome. It, it was so great that even like another system. So you don't, we don't ever talk about this too much, but um, some people just don't want to go through a guest list. Some people just want to buy like a ticket to the club because they don't want to deal with like having to haggle with people or talking to people in general. Or sometimes they just miss their deadline for their guest list. So they have to buy a ticket. Well, some people will just buy it. Oh, like they'll buy their ticket. But if they know a promotion code from someone that works there, they can apply the promo code to save money. Well, for every person that uses a promo code online to buy their ticket, I would get 10% of their ticket costs. And I talked about this before, but for men, they would pay anywhere between $50 to $100 for tickets. And for ladies, it would be anywhere between $20 to $50. 
So 10%, you know, it's not much, but it's something. And um, honestly, for the average promoter, like at Marquee, they were making maybe $25, $30 extra to maybe $100 extra a week from promo codes. I was averaging maybe like $30 before I had my VA. My VA was able to promote my promo code so much on social media and other websites that were like forums for people planning on coming to Las Vegas. That went from like $30 to like averaging like $600 to $1,000 a week just in promotion codes for Marquee, which was just insane. And Marquee had a rule where you couldn't upload your promo code to like promotion code websites. At the time, I, I figured that out. I didn't even know that. We weren't trained on that. But my assistant initially pro- promoted my code that way. And the like, um, like the people that search in the back, like uh, the IT department that searches their promo codes and stuff like that, they check to see if your promo code's on those websites. And they locked my promo code because of that. And I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, sorry. I didn't know that. And so I reached out to my VA. I was like, hey, you can't do that technically. So if you could figure out other ways to do it, that'd be awesome. And she was like, okay, well, maybe if we do it through like your Instagram account, that should be fine, right? And I was like, yeah, other people do that. She was like, I'll try to see if there's like other websites where I can promote like your your code to like people like forums that are people planning on coming to Las Vegas. I was like, yeah, whatever you want to do, just can't be on these promo code websites. And she was like, okay. She figured it out and made it happen for me. And it was awesome. I mean, the money I made from that alone was able to just pay her salary and not including all the other tons of money that she made me, you know, from just doing absolutely nothing. So it was great. I was able to just focus on networking with people and she would just handle all my communication. So I would just be the face of like, like the Vegas experience and I would promote myself that way. And I would meet my groups and everything of that nature. But before I met my groups, she would handle all the messaging to these people. And um, the only times uh, she wouldn't do that is like people that are like either my locals. I wanted to like, kind of like give like a, a personal experience to my locals because they're like super important to me uh, because they're like reoccurring clientele. They're always coming in and they're always checking in for you. And then I also didn't do it for like other people that I knew that traveled all the time and I would always see all the time. I, I would rather deal with them and just give them more of a personal experience. But like for everyone else, like your first time dealing with me, more than likely you went through my assistant the first time. And then if you became like someone that, you know who you are. Like if you became like a regular of mine, then it was me definitely texting you. But for everyone else, oh yeah. I mean, and she handled everything for me. And I, I I know for a fact, like I said at the very beginning, like for 95% of you, n- no one had a system like this. The closest thing I heard was like people that paid like college students or hired people. But I mean, not only were you guys paying them a lot more than I was paying my VA, but you were afraid to share too much details with them because you were afraid that they were going to steal your book of business from you. And I had a legitimate fear of that too, but I didn't have to worry about that with my VA because my VA wasn't here in Las Vegas. And so essentially I could teach them all the ins and outs about everything I did. And so I didn't have to worry about competition because they couldn't get paid because they weren't here. Um, and it was, it's phenomenal, honestly. And so because of that, I was able to travel a majority of my time and I was able to also spend a ton of my time at home <laughs> while, I mean, I was making a ton of money and then only go out and like network whenever I wanted to network. And I was able to learn like another skill set during that time period. I became uh, a big time. I wanted to, I, I'm a big nerd. I love video gaming. 
And when I was younger, I wanted to get into esports before esports was a thing, but it just never turned out. And I talked about that in like one of my previous podcasts from a month ago, like before I had this like structure in place. And uh, I noticed that streaming was becoming a big thing, like Twitch was becoming a thing. And I was like, well, this could be my second coming. So I, I built a, a badass custom built PC and I was like, let me get into like streaming. And I actually took off with it. And again, you know, applied all my knowledge that I learned about like Las Vegas stuff, applied it to this, learn how to promote myself. And I grew up pretty quickly and was super awesome. Um, and I did that for a whole, the whole time that I should have been working during the summer, but I was able to do it because like summer is like the prime time because a lot of people that watch video game streams are off from like school or, or whatever. And so I was able to blow up my stream pretty, pretty quickly. And it was super awesome. Um, but all of that free time was like the best thing ever. But for, it was also like the worst thing for me too, because I kind of abused that free time. And then that's like uh, yesterday's podcast when I was talking about self-control I lost self-control. I started to like party all the time, get drunk all the time, hammered. I, to me, I didn't care because I was like, I'm making a ton of money, not doing anything. And so I abused that system. And honestly, for people out there that have self-control, if you learned about this and you learned how to do all of this, you would kill it, make way more money. And also the people that don't have self-control, but just work really hard and focus really hard on this hospitality work. You know, if you learned this stuff, like the ins and outs of it, you would make four or five times more money with the same amount of your time. It's insane, honestly. Because I know for a fact it works. Um, because I've heard other people in other industries that have applied this and it just it kills it for them. But I'm not going to go into details because this isn't like free education. Um, but I wanted to, to share this with people. Look at that, man. I cut this podcast in half. Woo. That's awesome. Maybe it pays sometimes to make a mistake the first time. Um, but yeah, it, essentially it's, uh, it made a huge difference in my life. And so again, to, to everyone that just for whatever reason, they didn't want to be a guest on this podcast. I just want you guys to understand that I did not want to put you in a position where you had to share anything personal about yourself too personal uh, or uh, anything that would have revealed a trade secret that could have ruined who you are. I mean, technically, I shared my biggest secret today, but I didn't go into details. And I know a lot of you are going to be trying to reach out to me, and I'm not going to give this information out for free. Um, so I know some of you knew about this already. Thank you guys for keeping it a secret. And even then, I only shared the same thing I shared with everyone today. So you guys didn't really know how to go into detail about how to do it. So, and it, I know why you wouldn't, because you don't even know where to start with any of this information. Like how much are you supposed to pay this person? Like, you know, who do you, how do you even hire someone to do this? Like what resources can you find? And I know all of that stuff now. And VA work has helped me tremendously even to this day, which is great. Um, so, and then to address next week's podcast, I'm in a, in a dilemma. I'm not entirely sure what I want to talk about. So, there are three subjects, potential, or it's one of these three subjects I want to talk about. I either want to talk about traveling because I miss it. You know, I, I was raised by a stepfather that knew every capital to every country out there in the world. And um, 
he he's traveled more like more than any other person I've ever met in my entire life, and I've traveled a lot. And so he raised me at a young age to kind of appreciate traveling, and so I've I've done that majority of my life. But the last year and a half, I just haven't for whatever reasons, just a lot of different reasons. Um, so I do miss it. I can't wait to get back and get back to it. You know, once COVID nineteen disappears. So I'll, I'll probably want to talk about that because I have a lot of insight to give away, like a lot of like how to save money, how to even probably travel for free technically, because I've helped people do that. Um, how to like get like super cheap flight tickets, how to not get scammed by airliners, like when it comes to ticket prices, um, the best times to shop for tickets and just like some awesome destinations to go to and recommendations of like places I've been to that I think everyone should go to. And so that's one. The cannabis industry would be one I want to talk about too. I Look, I think cannabis is, is like prohibition all over again. For people that don't know what prohibition was, literally alcohol was illegal 100 years ago. That's where the mafia came from. And it's the only amendment to have been uh, to be added and then repealed from the Constitution because people just couldn't deal with it anymore with just alcohol being illegal. And so from that point forward, the people that were manufacturing alcohol illegally at the time were the only experts. Everyone else kind of like when it became legal had to rely on these people to be consultants to get into the industry. And so I was like, look, it's the same thing for cannabis. It's slowly becoming legal in other states. I want to take advantage of it now while I'm living in a state where it is legal. I could take this knowledge and go somewhere else. And so I left the hospitality industry and went worked in the cannabis space and I worked for one of the largest cannabis products in North America. And it was super awesome. And now I, I can take all that knowledge and I excelled in that field as well. And hopefully I can have uh, my employer on as a guest. <laughs> I'm going to see if he wants to be on. I don't know if it's going to be this week. So um, I'm not entirely sure, but I learned a ton. And he can share so much about the details of how he got into it and how like now he's managing a you know multi-million dollar cannabis line product um and working for him and, and doing really well underneath him has just been a great experience and i've learned to network with so many different people in the industry now and then thirdly would be uh streaming like i brought up earlier you know i learned a lot from streaming and, and streaming honestly is a great way to make money right now i would be doing it right honestly if it wasn't for the fact that like i'm a new father my daughter doesn't have a consistent schedule with her sleep. And so my focus is hundred percent with her, but when her sleep schedule starts to like work around like my schedule, I'm going to be taking that time to blow up my streaming again, because I honestly think it's great to be able to make money from home doing what you enjoy doing. And I have a ton of friends now that I've motivated to get into and now they're killing it. And some others that got into it just to get into it and they're murdering it right now. Like for instance, I have a good friend. He's uh, he was a DJ, and his fiance is a, was a cocktail waitress here in Las Vegas. And now they're both who would have been the most impacted by this like uh, COVID nineteen epidemic out here in Las Vegas because I mean he can't DJ like he could you know at a nightclub or at a pool party, and his uh, fiance just couldn't. I mean cocktail waitressing you can't do that you know from home it requires you to have to make all and all their money is tip money and it's a ton of money so to lose that kind of income impacts a lot of people but she had an awesome skill set to to be a musician and and a singer 
and she got motivated by her fiance to get into it and she she did it herself and now she's blown up and she makes more money streaming than she did as a cocktail waitress and if you know anything about cocktail waitresses they make a ton of money here in las vegas and he now is able to kill it playing video games that's how like me and him are so close because like we enjoy the same type of games and now he is doing super well with you know doing something that he enjoyed as a hobby now he's making a ton of money from streaming as well so i was super happy to to hear that they got into it and are are doing great with it and so that would be something i would love to talk about and maybe have her or him on on as a guest i have a lot of other people like a kid that i motivated he was 16 playing a game uh, that i used to play now he's 18 and he ended up listening to me, like pressuring him about getting into streaming because I, I realized that he was like the best at this game. And now he's killing it. He's He makes more money as an 18-year-old than I probably did, you know, in my mid-20s. So that is super awesome. So I'm debating which one of those like I want to do. I'm not entirely sure yet. So tomorrow's podcast, just listen out for either traveling, cannabis, or streaming. One of those three. But ultimately, I just want to thank everyone that has invested their time. I see the numbers. I, I love you guys that are engaged, that reach out to me, that motivate me. I mean, all of you guys motivate me to keep doing this every single day. And it's a, a learning experience always. But ultimately, uh, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm giving a lot of value. I know today's is going to be huge for a lot of people that work in this industry. And I know a lot of people are going to be reaching out to me about it. Maybe not today, but you know, sometime they're going to reach out and... Again, I don't I don't mind sharing it, but it's not going to be free information because this stuff is something I know, like I said, none of you guys are doing. And I, I know all of you are doing like apps, websites, social media, you know, hustling on the strip, you know, doing everything you need to do, but no one's figured out how to do this. And, and now that you know someone that does, I mean, I could teach you the ins and outs because, I mean, I made it work. I, I have a lot enough references. My boss could tell you, my old boss. You know, I'm so good friends with him. He could tell you just how literally um, for a while I was making a ton of money and clearly it didn't look like I was doing any work whatsoever. And so, um, but I just want to thank everyone again and I'll just, you know, hopefully this one is actually recorded too. But until then, I will catch all of you manana. Peace.